The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Here we go. Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And on today's episode, this is what I alluded to a little bit on episode 79, where I talked about creating your own doors to open. I kind of briefly mentioned, previewed uh, this episode that was coming up, uh, where I... I, I went to OPEI. I was invited to the OPEI's annual conference, which, again, these previous episodes, episodes 79 and 80, where uh, we talk a little bit about this in different levels and some more detail. Talk to Chris Kaiser, who's the president of the OPEI. He explains all about what that is, who he is, how that uh, is involved with the GIE Plus Expo, what, what all that even means back on episode 79. And I also talk a little bit about this event that I'm, you know, this episode here where I recorded myself, um, you know, on, on with my video cameras, uh, my speech up there. I was invited by Chris Kaiser to be one of the three guest speakers, uh, I believe. Three. I was I was the fourth one. There was three out of out of four. Um, I, I I was one of the four, I believe. Um, so there's three others. I was trying to say, uh, been, been been a long weekend, but anywho, it, it's been a. Uh, uh, so I was one of those those four. I believe there's three other like keynote speakers that or, or guest speakers that have done this that do this like for a living or have done this many times uh, for the OPEI's annual conference and so on. So it was very humbling to be invited to that. And basically, Chris just wanted us to wanted me to talk about the the power of social media, influencer marketing, you know, how myself and all of my peers and mentors in the industry have really been making changes um, in the industry, you know, positive changes, just really growing the industry, growing uh, the community, growing the industry through the online community, right? There's a, a nice tight knit growing, rapidly growing every year online community from people posting on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all the different groups and everything going on with there in there and just growing a, a, a huge um, community of people that all have their own businesses, lawn care, landscaping, hardscaping, irrigation, fertilization, we control all that, everything under the green industry umbrella. It's all, we're all talking about that stuff. We all have different aspects of businesses. Some, you know, some people do all of those things in one business, big business, small business, from solo guys to uh, multi-million dollar companies with obviously multiple crews and so on. Everything all in between is all in this online community, which is a, a, a percentage of the industry as a whole. So through the online community, through us sharing and, and, and on social media and getting together at live events and picking each other's brains and helping expand everyone's kind of thinking and mindset and just helping each other grow our lives and business. 
uh, it's really grown the industry because there's so much power within our community and it keeps growing that it's just, it's just changing the community. It's changing the industry for the better. Everyone's getting smarter, you know, raising their rates or changing services, route density, getting better, you know, clients versus customers and the best equipment, the best setups, efficiency, all this kind of stuff is always talked about and shared on social media. Uh, and the big company or all the companies, I guess, in the industry, <clears throat> different levels know about, have kind of stumbled upon this. And this was a few years ago that I went, you know, to, to the annual conference and spoke. Um, but at that time, and even to this day, there's still some companies that just don't really get it or don't want to get it. Uh, but a lot more companies have gotten on board, some of which were there at this meeting and heard my speech and talked to me afterwards. How could they get involved and so on? So there was a lot of progress already being made to that point. You know, companies such as Echo, who was already on the ball, who already you know knew what the deal was and had an ambassador program and things like that. And Gravely was starting to do one. And, you know, some companies, some of the bigger companies in the industry were definitely uh, jumping on on that part of uh, uh, they, they could see the changes and, and everything and they, they got it. But there was a lot of other companies that didn't. So there was more progress being made after that, you know, from from my conversation with all of them talking about it. And it just really uh, it, it, it was just really good opportunity for me to kind of tell my story and tell everybody else's story, uh, you know, from a social media perspective and just how much it's impacted me, impacted my life, my business and how it's you know important for everyone to notice that in the industry, especially these big companies, these big brands that can be a part of that transition, part of that positive change to help grow the industry. It's all it's going to help them, right? It's going to help them sell more products, help us be able to find the right products for a business and grow our business. So ultimately, it's a win-win all the way around. Uh, and obviously, it's a win uh, for GIE because then it's going to bring more attendance as well to, to the GIE, to, to the that uh, annual trade show. So that's kind of, you know, why I was invited there. And I was talking about that, all of that, um, you know, talking about this, what kind of what I just said, but in more detail with examples and everything. And I just, I didn't have a podcast back then, obviously, and I put a record on video, but it just, I didn't really think it was the right right um, content to put on my YouTube channel at the time. So it, I just kind of sat on that content for a while. I put little bits and pieces, like I mentioned in previous, in episode 79, I put bits and pieces of it here and there, like on the road to the GIE Facebook group and other little things like that. Never really the whole um, speech in its entirety. So I felt like since I have a podcast now and we're, you know, the road to the GIE, we're leading up there. We're what, like maybe a week away or so by the time this episode comes out. I feel like it's a really good um, opportunity to kind of get this out there so you guys can hear the positive things that I've said about the community and how much it's really impacted me and share a little bit more details about my life and my story um, and, and how I presented it all in front of 150 of CEOs and VPs of every company in the industry from Toro, Echo, Steel, Gravely, Wright, Skag, you know, and, and all these Kohler, Kawasaki, all these different engine parts and different companies that we don't even never heard the name of, but there's still a huge part of uh, putting together, you know, a lot of the equipment that we use like mowers and things like that. 
all the different components and things that uh, <clears throat> I didn't even know about at the time until I went there. And it was a good networking opportunity for me as well and opened a lot more doors for me to create more content, more opportunities to partner with other brands and, and have encouraged them to partner with other influencers out there, other content creators that has happened over the last couple of years. So it's just been a great time. And there's so much, so many more opportunities to come, so many do doors that are wide open. So I'm excited to see the, the future of all of this for sure. But I want wanted to share this, you know, uh, short little 20 something minute uh, speech. I mean, I, I think I might have said this on episode 79, but I'll say it again, just in case, um, you know, I've never spoken in front of that kind of a crowd before, you know, I'm used to speaking in front of cameras and, you know, to myself and just talking in like a networking frame uh, uh, atmosphere with just people, just, you know, like-minded people, friends and all that, just hanging out, talking, but never like standing up on stage really and giving that kind of a, a speech where all eyes are on me, especially not to all the executives in the industry, you know, that was a little intimidating, but I, I, I prepared, you know, months prior and had my slideshow ready and just kept me on pace. But I remember they told me that I had 45 Five minutes, and I, I thought to myself, "Holy cow! Wow, what am I going to talk about for forty-five minutes?" Like, you know, the, the, some some speakers, you know, professional speakers can go for hours, right? So it's you know, they they obviously they they prepare stuff and they're used to it, and it's all part of the part of the thing. But for me, non-professional, good old rookie for life, right? Long care rookie, I'm like. Uh, how am I supposed to, what am I supposed to talk about for 45 minutes? You know, so I really fleshed out what I wanted to talk about, you know, which was still basically the ultimate premise of what Chris wanted me to talk about. I mean, he really just asked me like, what would I say? if I were in a room in front of, and he was setting me up for this and I didn't even know what he was asking, but he was like, what would you say if you were in a room full of all like the company, you know, the whole industry's top executives from all the different brands and everything, what, what, what would you, and you had an opportunity to speak in front of them, what would you say? So I just kind of gave him a quick little like 30 second snapshot, which was basically ended up being my speech, which was kind of like the power of social media and how it's really impacting um, our, our industry through the online community that I just mentioned a few minutes ago. So he was like, well, Hey, let's do it. What, what do you think about going, you know, to Utah and all stuff? And that's how it all, I was like, all right, uh, yeah, why not? You know, I just kind of went with it. I was kind of slightly terrified, you know, on, on, on the low, low key there, but I just kept it, you know, kept it positive, kept going, said, sure. Why not? You know, we'll figure it out in my head. I'm like, I'll figure it out as I go, you know? So I definitely planned it all out, fill, you know, use the slideshow, you just broke it all down 45 minutes into different, you know, what, 10 minutes for this topic, 10 minutes for that, whatever. I broke it all down and I I had like about 40 to 45 minutes in my head worth of talking. But again, I didn't know exactly how long this section would take or that because again, I'm not a professional speaker, right? Like these guys have it down pat. They know exactly how long they're going to talk. It's going to take them to talk about this or that or whatever. I was just kind of guessing like, all right, maybe like 10 minutes on this topic, five minutes on that transition, 10 minutes on that or whatever, you know, but it ended up being like 20 something minutes because I was just also very like very uh, had a lot of high energy and, and nervous energy being up there in the beginning there uh, and so I was just kind of like I was kind of flying through it I was like kind of like I do right now sometimes on the podcast when I'm super fired up and I just start talking faster than just kind of like the you know more just low, low key and, and kind of casual, you know, talk that I normally have. But uh, I was just like going, 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 going and just trying to uh, I was just so excited. I had lots of energy. So I talked a lot faster you know, than I 
probably anticipated. So I condensed that 45 minutes down to like 20 something minutes. So it's all good, I guess, for, for, um, for everyone there. You know, a lot of times people go long on a lot of these types of deals. So you're, you know, everyone's trying to figure out how to make up the time somewhere and shorten breaks and all that kind of stuff. So I extended everyone's break. So they're, they're happy about that too. They enjoyed my speech and they had a longer break after. So good times all the way around uh they got to uh, start golfing earlier at the end of the at the end of the the uh the day there uh because i kind of caught up uh like you know saved us like 15 20 minutes worth of extra time so <laughs> i was everybody's best friend for that too so but anyway enough about all that uh hopefully you guys enjoy listening to my little speech here and um i will catch you guys at the end thanks for listening So who am I and why am I here? Well, I'm here because Chris said I can talk and I have a good story to tell. So thanks, Chris. I appreciate this opportunity. Um, so but who am I? Well, I'm an entrepreneur and an influencer, two titles I never thought I would call myself. Um, I always was a creative person. I always had creative ideas, but I never took action on any of those ideas until things came to kind of uh, a crashing halt in my 15 plus years in retail management. Um, actually, my last boss sat down in my office, saw the pictures on my wall of my family, and said, wow, you have a really beautiful family. You're going to have to make a choice. It's either going to have to be this or that. So that was kind of like the catalyst for me to really get out of that situation. So that's when I took the action to apply myself to start my own lawn care business. Now, I was always that homeowner that loved grass. I had, was the envy of the neighborhood. The wives in the neighborhood would ask my wife for tips, you know, to give their husbands to have a better yard. I was that guy. Um, so I just loved grass, everything grass. I uh, always did all the research and everything. So that was something that just seemed to make sense to start a lawn care company. So my story, as far as that part, is very similar to a lot of other people in the industry that I've learned through social media and met through social media where you start pretty much from nothing and you work your way out. And that's the same exact thing that I did. So you see, I have my original setup in 2014, pretty basic setup that you see for just about anyone in the industry. I was solo and then you go from now, 2019 setup. I have one crew, obviously different truck and trailer. I still have the old truck um, and I have that entire setup with the, except for the trailer, but all the other stuff I had in addition to all new equipment. So it's all about growth. It's all about following the path and building that business. And it's been so gratifying for me because I've been able to spend more time with my family, go on more field trips with my kids in the last six years than I did in the whole 15 plus years of my retail career. So that right there is a game changer for me and for a lot of people I've interacted with. So how did I become an influencer? Well, my first year that I started my lawn care business, you know, I, I, I might have been a great homeowner where I loved to, you know, do everything grass. But going from a homeowner to a professional contractor, two totally different things. So I wanted to do some research and make sure that I put my best foot forward and make sure that I priced everything correctly, knew what services to offer, some efficient ways to, to do those services versus a homeowner where you have all day to just kind of frolic around in your yard, do whatever you want to do. But when you're getting paid, time is money. So you really want to make sure that you're doing it as efficiently as possible. So I did a lot of research online, like everybody, right? And when you Google things and there's a video connected to it, guess what? 
you click on that video, you watch it, and I started discovering some people that were posting regular content six years ago, and they actually had YouTube channels. And I'm like, what even is this? I was so, you know, it's funny now saying this, but I was so like, it was a foreign thing to me at the time. I didn't even have a Facebook page that I actually, or fa- yeah, I didn't have a Facebook page that I actually went on regularly. My wife had actually set it up for me for my business, and then I started to get into that. So I started following some of these guys on social media, on YouTube, and started interacting with them, had to create a YouTube account because I didn't even have one. And then I just quickly discovered that there was a community within, within these YouTube channels, same kind of people commenting in the comment section, and they all had stories to tell, and we all started becoming friends and connecting. And right around that time, that's when I was just starting my business because I was doing other research, and I had one of my first big jobs was a leaf removal job. Well, you know, if you don't know what you're doing with leaf removal, those of you that that have ever done that in your lifetime, it can be quite the disaster, quite the mess if you don't know what you're doing. So it was nothing short of that. And I was all by myself trying to figure it out, using every single thing, renting every single thing, trying to rack my brain, doing research. And days and days of this, I got to the point of just sitting in my truck and I actually thought to myself, you know what, it wouldn't really be all that bad to just go back to retail, right? I could probably find a job go back into retail easy. I've been doing this my whole life, no big deal. And I was just ready to just give up. But fortunately, because otherwise I wouldn't be standing here right now telling you this story. Fortunately, I went back on social media, connected with some of the people that I became friends with and kind of poured my heart out to them. And they gave me confidence. They reassured me and gave me some tips on how to finish the, the job strong and just learn your lesson and move on. So that's exactly what I did. And I moved on, and I've stayed away from massive leaf removal since then. But, <laughs> you know, we'll get back to that. But so that's, that's how I really felt a sense of community and connection because of the social media. So then I quickly decided, you know what, there's a lot of these guys that are out there. They're not talking about the new, the new guys. They're not talking about the rookies like me that are just starting out in lawn care. And they're talking about all the great experiences and everything like kind of down the road, which you're still need to learn and know. But all the mistakes and things that I'm doing and all the successes that I'm learning and tricks and all that, no one's really talking about that. So I actually started posting stuff on on YouTube and made my account an actual channel. And that was six years ago. So you fast forward to now, and that's where the community has grown and where I have grown as a person and where my business has grown and social media has grown. So over the years, I've been able to connect with so many local people that you would just drive by and you would just nod and wave, you know, the, the other guys with trucks and trailers, and you would never really connect unless you happen to be at the gas station or something together, right? You just stumble upon each other, the ones that actually want to. Let's let's be real here. There's a lot of people you pass by and they kind of, you know, they see me roll and, you know, they see me hating and they just give you that evil eye and you're like, well, there's plenty of grass out there for all of us to cut. There's no need to be hating. There really isn't. Uh, one HOA can supply multiple companies because there's 700, 1,000 houses. There's no need to act like that. Uh, so the ones that do want to connect, you couldn't connect that way. But because of social media, you really put a face to the name. People got to know me. And then they would actually stop and see me on a property and stop and see me and talk to me. So we would connect that way and uh, you know, develop relationships so over the years, because of that, there's a lot of different networking opportunities. For instance, this past fall, I came up with uh, an idea for leaf removal setups videos because 
again, leaf removal is kind of like a, one of those like, you know, thorns in my side that I want to conquer that, right? So I'm like, what? How do I get back into leaf removal and not shy away from it? What kind of setups? What do I do? So that's where I connected with the community. And a lot of guys, I put a video out and a lot of guys reached out to me and said, hey, you know, you can come stop, stop by our shop and, and take a look at our setup and we can work it out and see maybe this will work out for you. So I decided to create a video series. Everybody loved in the community and we, we watched it there. So that's a great opportunity for that. Uh, LCR Media was where I wanted to create something that was bigger than my lawn care company, something that will help show the industry new possibilities through community with the power of social media. LCR Media is a social media marketing and networking company. So that kind of is the evolution of my social media journey because I saw an opportunity in the community, in the industry, to bring people together and make things bigger for everyone. And we all grow together in the industry. Through that, after I created LCR Media, there's been plenty of opportunities for additional original content. Last year, I created a show called Get to Know the Pro, where I went all over the country with a sponsor from a big brand in the industry to allow me to go all over the country and find other contractors, influencers or not, and interview them and tell their story. Instead of just sharing my story all the time and all the other YouTube influencer story, I wanted to share their story. Stories of how they went from multiple crews down to one, downsizing down to just being solo. Uh, and everything from talking about depression, someone talking about their drug and alcohol addiction and how lawn care saved their life literally and gave them a purpose and made them stay straight and narrow and now they're super successful. All of these different stories that I heard throughout the years of being connected in this community through social media, and I wanted to share those stories because a lot of these guys aren't on social media like that. They follow us and want to learn our story and learn from us. So that was another opportunity through LCR Media and growing the community and sharing. Also creating unique opportunities like meeting with leader, industry leaders such as Chris, just and sharing it on social media to help grow the community. There's also been a lot of global opportunities. I've met so many people. I know people in UK, Canada, Australia, Ireland, including this country, US, all because of social media. Last year at the GIE, I met someone for the first time in person that I've known for the last six years on social media. I tell you, it was like meeting a long lost brother for the first time. His name's John Ryan, he came from Ireland. From Ireland to come to the GIE. And everyone knew who he was because of social media. He was like a celebrity. He's a celebrity over in Ireland. He works with big companies over there uh, that are in this room and the international. And he, it, it's, it's just mind-blowing, the power of social media. When you can connect with someone from across the ocean, and then you can just hug and hang out, and it's just like old times. So that's, that's how social media really brings community together. We all can talk about our strengths and weaknesses. We can talk about best practices for our businesses, all these different things. So that's really where uh, social media has grown through globally, not just uh, internet, not just locally. But the evolution of social media, let's talk about the GIE, right? We've been talking about that. That's, that's really what it's all about every year in October. The GIE Plus Expo is like the hub and the celebration for all of us in the green industry 
the online community in the green industry. Because not everyone is online, not everyone is really a part of that community. They're in the green industry, but they don't really necessarily know or care what the heck the social media stuff is all about. That's just not their thing, and that's fine. But there is a huge and ever-growing community because of um, social media online. And that's who we've connected with from social media, and we go to the GIE. The idea was proposed six years ago on YouTube, a couple guys talking about the GIE and we're like, what even is that? You know, we just really didn't know anything about it. But because of social media, we have educated ourselves, each other, and grown and networked over the years. So what happened the, the, six years ago, there were a few influencers that decided to come to the GIE, but a lot of people couldn't go, including myself, because I didn't have the money to invest yet. It was so new, so early and everything. I just wasn't really sure uh, what, how I would do it, but I definitely wanted to plan for the following year. My wife knew how excited I was and she was helping me work it all out. Um, but the first year, there was a few people went, a few people got together at a local place called Pleasure Ridge Pizza and they hung out and there's maybe a dozen people there. And then they made some YouTube videos and the rest of us all got pumped. So meetup number two was 2015, because 2014 was when the first initial J experience happened with a few people. But 2015 was meetup number two, and that's where you see me over there in the, down in the right corner, I'm sitting at the table. There's actually room at Pleasure Ridge Pizza to play beatback toss or cornhole, whatever, wherever you're from, whatever you want to call it. Um, they have a nice outdoor area and an indoor area, and we were just hanging out. About 50 people attended. And that's just because, you know, we made a couple videos on YouTube and our community was still relatively small, but we had a good time. We connected. That year was really a critical year. It was my first year and a lot of the other YouTube influencers uh, first year because it was, we were able to plan. We saw the videos from the previous year. We're like, oh no, we got to go. So we all went and we all experienced it. And for me personally, that day when I was there that night, there were two people that came up to me and said, I love everything that you're doing. I love the videos that you're putting out there. And I, it's, you have really helped change my life. You've helped change my business or you've helped me start my business. And that was so humbling and mind blowing and, and made it so real and personal and gratifying that I wasn't just posting fun videos, trying to be some cool guy or whatever, showing you know, all this different stuff. It was about community, it was about people. And that's what really got me hooked. I was literally 100% hooked. So from then on, it became my passion to see this community grow through the GIE and through what will now become, has become the GIE rally. So the following year, I create a Facebook group, Road to the GIE Plus Expo, 2016. So now it's got over 1,300 fanatics. This is a Facebook group where we all just get together and talk about everything GIE. We've even done live streaming from there, from the GIE, for the people that couldn't come to the GIE that year for one reason or another, whether they're on the other side of the, of the world or not, and they could see it, and they could, they could watch through the eyes of our cameras, doing live, and also just taking videos, taking pictures, posting it, showing it. And I mean, there's all kinds of interaction on there. Uh, I, I encourage all of you to go on there. It's a public group, so go ahead and, and ask to join. Make sure you answer the questions or I won't let you in. Um, but or the other admins, but uh, so that we know who you are. So, but, but go ahead and check that out because there's a lot of great conversation going on in there from the about the GIE. 
and you know everything from where to stay, what are some tips, what are some, this is my first time going to the GIE, what do I do? You know, some comments are, hey, I'm coming from Can- Canada, uh, I'm coming from Canada. Uh, what 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 you know? What tips do I have? Someone's like, oh, can you bring me some uh, authentic Canadian maple syrup? And sure enough, that guy did. He's like, oh man, he was at at the rally, and he's like, I almost got stopped at the border. I almost couldn't get this through, you know. And he actually get, uh, proposed to his girlfriend at the GIE and everything. So I mean, all kinds of stuff's going on at the GIE just because of this community and how we connect. But I created an event on that Facebook group for 2016 for the meetup at Pleasure Ridge Pizza. You see there's no room anywhere for cornhole, nothing. There was this just standing room only, people were in the streets, people were on in the parking lot, people were Ubering to Pleasure Ridge Pizza because there were so many people. I heard people couldn't even come because they were so overwhelmed. You know, there's a lot of anxiety sometimes in those situations and you're just like, whoa, where did all these people come from? And you kind of freak out and you just turn around and you leave. Over 150 people attended to the 2016 meetup. That's when it was like, we're going to need a bigger boat. So I decided to collaborate with some of the brands that I started to get to know over the years. And, you know, I really sat down. I was like, well, is, there, is there a way that we can maybe work together, maybe in some sponsorship level, still keep everything organic, still keep the, the essence of this meetup, but just bring it to a bigger place so, so no one's left behind. So we can keep growing and bringing more and more members of the community to the rally. And then that's where the Louisville Mega Caverns came about. I did a lot of research, found found caterer, venue, got some sponsors, made the event again, posted it, and created the first official GIE rally 2017. So that's where we all come together and we have a drink, we eat, we hang out, we network. Now we have some brands there that are not trying to sell anything, not trying to it's not like a mini expo or anything. We're just hanging out. We're networking and we're talking to each other. We're having a good time. By the way, there's a ropes course in the background that vend that room that the Louisville Mega Cavern has. There's a ropes course, so they have like seventy something harnesses. They asked me, "Do you know how many people do this?" I'm like, "I don't know." Some people said that they might want to do it, but I don't know. Well, it's just fully staffed, so that just in case, all seventy harnesses were always, always not. You know, they're always in use. So. Fun time to be had. Over 300 people attended that year. Um, we've got, had some giveaways. You see me standing there. That's where I was doing the giveaways, announcing all the different things that a lot of brands uh, raffled off for us to just create even more excitement. And then last year, 2018 GI Rally, yet again with more marketing through social media, also creating the event, the community growing, more and more people coming into this industry, starting or stumbling upon social media or a combination of the two, that's where the community keeps growing. For over 450 raffle, 450 raffle tickets were handed out. There's a lot of kids and a lot of families that were brought. Uh, so then, you know, not, not all of them, the little kids didn't get a raffle ticket, but we definitely clocked over 450 people came. So it was so big that we had to actually, I prepared and planned and knew we were gonna kind of grow you know, 50, 150, 300, you kind of start to see a little trend there. I didn't think we were going to go to 600, but I knew we were going to get 400 or so. So 450, I mean, try to spread people out because this room can only hold about 350 people. So we definitely would have been at capacity. But I spread people out, put the food outside the room, kept the cash bar in the room, spread people out, and it, and it worked out really well. This year, January 2019, over 500 people estimated. Now we have two rooms. 
So the mega cavern is, it's everything has just grown so much that they open up another room right next to the room that we already had. So now we literally have a whole corner of the cave that we're taking over. All through community, all because of social media. Because of that, I had to pick up a few additional sponsors. This is this year's shirt. It's hosted by LCR Media, powered by Echo as usual, and the other additional sponsors you see there, Jobber, Scads, Skag, Service Autopilot, Toro, and Wright. So we're going to get 400 of these shirts out to the first 400 people. Again, two rooms. So this is going to be an exciting year. You know, not only has the GIE rally brought people together, but we've also brought more people to the GIE Plus Expo because of social media. And Warren can tell you firsthand, he's all over that Facebook group. He's like, man, these guys are like, great. I can just get out here and ask people questions. And they tell me, they, they don't, they don't, they don't uh, filter anything. Good at that. <laughs> exactly. We don't filter in social media. So we want it, if you want it real, right, Ed? If you want it real, you, you got you to get after it. So, and you got to be willing to face the music. So, because we, we will keep it honest. Um, but it's a great thing. That's how we all grow together. So, the one story that happened last year uh as i got to the gie i was going up the escalators the first full day i was going up that back escalator trying to sneak in you know and i had my camera so like how, how really sneaky can i be it's kind of obvious i'm walking around this big camera so i'm going up the escalator with another guy uh, a gentleman and his elderly uh an elderly man that he was with and we're going up the escalator and he was just looking at my camera. I'm like, all right, either he knows who I am or, you know, he just is like, why is this guy have a big camera? So eventually, it's a long escalator ride. So eventually he's like, so there's a lot of, a lot of cool things to, to video and, and photograph in here, huh? I'm like, oh yeah, there's a ton. This, this is like, it's like a candy store. You know, we're like a kid in a candy store here. I mean, it's, it's got the latest, greatest, everything. You can talk, you can try everything out. You just have a good time and network with people. He's like, yeah. I had no idea this even existed. I, I have a long, I've had a lawn care business for like over 10 years and I live in Louisville. I had no idea this even existed. But all these guys on YouTube were talking about it. So I took my father with me and here we are. So that, my friends, is the power of social media. That's what I got. Anybody, any, any questions for Dale? Well, thank you and your fellow influencers, questions, uh, for the work you do. Again, it just showcases the myriad communication channels now out there, uh, building excitement around the show. Uh, when I first sort of was exposed to Daler and his friends, and the, was talking to a communication professional, uh, how do you work with these guys? And they, they said, just get out of their way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, exactly. and, and that's what we've tried to do. Uh, so, Daler, thank you for your work. And, uh, <laughs> Get the first look at what's new from Toro at GIE. They've got a new lineup of battery products, new gas equipment enhancements, and new business management software to streamline your workday. Stop by, walk around, and demo what's new in Toro's booths at GIE.
the GIE Expo 2021. And you're going to be there, so... While you're visiting, you've got to attend Influencer Live. Powered by Kohler. On Friday, October 22nd at 8 a.m. This is the first live audience podcast where you can laugh and learn from the top names in our industry's community. With the big names. Like Naylor, Kaylee Farrow, Paul Jameson, and Caleb Alvin. With guests like Alan Hayne, the Lawn Care Nut, Corey Ballard, Sean and Savannah Spencer, and Jason Creel. Don't miss out on this opportunity to reconnect with your community at Influencer Live. Powered by Cooler. Well, that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed my little speech there. Again, it was super nerve-wracking, but once I got going, I was just kind of flowing. Uh, like I said, I was faster, a little bit faster pace, you know, like if it was an audiobook, it'd probably be like 1.5 um, speed instead of just one or whatever. But uh, that that that's just, you know, how, how it goes, you know, first time. But I... I it was kind of all blur to me, but it felt, it felt good. You know, while I was doing it, I, I was, everything was planned and prepared. And afterwards, everybody said that I did a great job. I mean, it was like a two day event. So like it's, it's even the second day people were coming up to me. I remember is either that day or the next day during uh, one of our breaks, you know, I go outside and I'm just looking to see who there is to network with that I haven't met yet. And I wanted to meet, you know, uh, Rick Olson, the, um, the CEO of the Toro company, you know, I love Toro. You guys should all know that by now, right? I've been using Toro since day one, love Toro, started, you know, been working with Toro a little bits and pieces throughout the years. And now it's really starting to come full circle where we're really doing a lot of cool things with Toro and, and a lot of other of my uh, influencer content creator friends and peers and mentors. So it's really a good time right now. But I mean, remember at the time, a couple of years back, I really wanted to meet I saw he was on the list, you know, like not every CEO came from a company. It was either the CEO or it was the VP, you know, like a, a vice president, you know, of something, or maybe it was both, you know, but so there's obviously some top, there was always a top executive or multiples representing each company. Um, but Toro actually had, you know, Rick Olson, the CEO, and I, I had never met him before. I didn't even know anything about him. I just saw, you know, Rick Olson. Toro CEO. It's like, oh, nice. Like, that'd be cool if I could, you know, meet him and just be like, hey, like, obviously he's not going to know who I am or whatever, but I thought it'd be cool to interact with him and, or just introduce myself, shake his hand, say hi. And I, so I saw him on his phone and I went out when I went out my break and I was like, cool, you know, that there he is. Wow. You know, but he's on his phone. I was like, whatever. So then I went on my phone and was just checking stuff, right? Cause he was getting a lot of notifications. People were requesting to be my Facebook friend and messaging me like, hey, how can we support you with the, with the J rally? Maybe we can be sponsors, all these cool, additional networking opportunities. Um, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, Rick gets off the phone and comes over to me. He's like, Hey, Naylor, great speech, man. I really, I really enjoyed that a lot. And, um, and we just had a great conversation at the end of it. He gave me his business card and say, Hey man, if you ever have anything that I can help out with and we can support you guys in the community, feel free to reach out to me and gave me his business card. I was just like, what the heck? So when I talk about opening your own doors and doors being wide open, man, talk about of being uncomfortable and being outside my comfort zone and, and, and really trying new things. Holy cow. You know, like I really put myself out there for that and, and, uh, for that whole experience, everything that I did leading up to that and that experience, it, it, it was really, really a life changing thing for me. And, and I really had a good time. Um, and, and so I, I just, I'm just uh, excited um, to, to see what the future holds. And, um, you know, it's it's just also proof to you guys that don't don't hold back. Don't don't shy away from things. If you really are second guessing something, just just go for it. You know, like five second rule, five, four, three, two, one, go like stop psyching yourself out of opportunities. Don't miss out on life. Life can be sh life can be uh, short, but it can also be long. 
So make sure you take full advantage of it every day that you can. Plan, have a good time, enjoy it. And hopefully I'll see you guys at the GIE this year. And thank you to the Toro Company for sponsoring this podcast. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I will see you on the next one. This is the Lawn Care Rookie, signing off. Mm-hmm.